take a sandwich. I just got a thought on my heart. Got, well, I got a lot of thoughts on my heart. Uh, may use, I was wanting to preach on Ecclesiastes chapter 9, the last verses. But I believe it's about half baked, and I got to turn that thing over. And uh, it's got to be flipped. And uh, the, the center temperature ain't the right place. It's helping me. But, but the Lord seems to bring me over here. So familiar text. I like preaching on the mighty men of David. I believe God's called every man and young boy in the building to be mighty men. I believe he's called every lady to be a mighty woman of God. I don't want to re-preach what I preached on Noah's wife, but I don't believe Noah could have been the man that he was. And had influence and impact on his boys, their wives, had not been for a good woman to stand with him. I like the mighty men of the Bible. But in our text tonight, I, I want you to look with me in 2 Samuel 23. I'm going to read just three verses there. And we're going to deal with or look at three of these mighty men, their task, what they did for their king. And <laughs> you could call them water boys. I just want to be a water boy. Tote some water for my king. Not going to preach that. I want to one day. I want to preach on who wants to be a water boy. Boy, that's good stuff. Look with me, if you will, in 2 Samuel chapter 23. I'll read these verses. You be seated. We'll pray. Look at verse 15. And David longed, why? Well, he's held up in the cave right here in verse 14 and 13 of Adullam. He's actually in and hold. And the hometown has been taken Captive, many say, because David slew Goliath, their champion, they just took over Bethlehem. And it's a garrison of the Philistines, home camp to them now. But before it was home to them, it was home to him. He knew what it was to 
drink out of the well. Can I say, it wasn't just home to that king, but it's going to be home (laughs) to another king. (laughs) Philistines ain't going to have it then. There'll be a crowd in charge of it. There's going to be a time woo, when another whale's going to spring up. We in the text in verse 15, David is sensing this. Don't think I'm looking too much into In the volume of the book it's written to me. Every chapter he's in there, Jesus. And David wrote a lot of Psalms, messianic about Christ. Gives us a description clearer than the gospels do. And they were there. So David is longing, but he's he longing more for a spiritual. Not just the physical. There's some spiritual going on. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three mighty men break through. Oh, he did was longed, made a statement, and three mighty men break through. The host of the Philistines, they had a vessel, and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate. It's outside the gate. I gotta gotta finish reading. It's by the gate. Did y'all see that? And took it. Woo! And brought it to David. Whoop! Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. And he said, Be it far from me, O Lord. That I should do this. Is not this. That is. The. Thirst. Quenching drink. Is not this. That water. From the well. Outside the gate. Of Bethlehem. Is not this. The blood. Did it not take some blood to bring about this thirst quenching drink? Run for me, gentle Lord. Are y'all with me? And then he said, Whoa! The blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives. Straightway, 
they went ahead, Brother Jeremy, not holding back nothing. Knew everything they was facing. Didn't matter. The delivering drink is all that mattered. That the king be satisfied. That's all. That his longing be provided. Woo! That the well be drawn from. That the, hey, that the water be taken up. That's all that mattered to him. And the Bible said, and therefore he would not drink it. <coughs> these things, these three, these things did. These three mighty men. Father, we love you today. And I, I want to thank you, Lord, saving an old wretch like me. Thank you for saving me, loving me, dying for me, yielding your life a willing vessel. Lord, laying down in substitution. In my place, you died. You hung on the tree. Thank you, Lord, for reconciling my soul back unto the Father. And I pray today, Lord, uh, that that same grace that brought reconciliation to me uh, I would bring a reconciliation uh, uh, to a sinner sitting here today. Uh, oh God, they have a thirst uh, and they cannot quench it in this world. Uh, although they run to and fro, uh, there's but one way <laughs> that will quench their thirst. Uh, help them, Lord. I pray to find uh, how, what they're thirsting for. Uh, May we be reminded tonight uh, that it was you that stood up uh, and said, if any man thirsts, uh, let him come unto me and drink. Uh, oh God, uh, and out of his belly shall flow rivers uh, of living water. Uh, not only thirst satisfied, uh, oh, but thirst sanctified. Uh, oh yes, the thirst uh, glorified. Help us, Lord, uh, to worship, I see souls saved, uh, and lives changed. Lord, let us just spend a little time looking in the volume of the book, how it's written of you in our text tonight. I love you. In Jesus' name, I thank and pray. Amen. If the Lord would help me for a little while tonight, I want to preach on this thought of water from the way. I believe I've already gave away my thought tonight. I hope you've caught it already. I hope you're looking for it. Notice with me in verse 15, I've got a little devotion to give you. Hope it'll make you chaw on something tonight and I'm gonna send you home with a night snack. Think about it like this. In verse 15, David is thirsty. He's held up. He's uh, hit out. He's hold over here in the cave of Adullam. No sunlight gonna get into Adullam. But it is a great place to hide. Hey, uh, it is a place that God has allowed a big crowd to gather to him. It's a home away from home. 
in this place. Uh, uh, Brother Linder, uh, he has fought, uh, he has labored, uh, and uh, thoughts come across his mind. He's thirsty. He's uh, thirsty. The wilderness thirst is on him, but he's thirsty for more than just a physical satisfaction. I believe uh, he knows uh, what Micah is going to know in chapter 5, verse 2, that Bethlehem is going to be where he's born at. Maybe he knows uh, that outside the gate wouldn't surprise me. He wrote Psalms 22. He knew the tongue was going to cleave to the roof of his mouth. That he is going to be thirsty so that I thirst would be satisfied. He's over here hunkered down. And David has the heart of a king, but he has the heart of a man. In fact, he is a man after God's own heart. The Bible says, Austin said about that text one day, at about age 15 or 16, Daddy, I know why God says, even though David sinned, that he's a man after his heart. Because David wouldn't let the lion steal one lamb. I said, good God, I'm preaching that one day. Woo! He said, that'll preach right there. He said, David wouldn't let the bear not even have one. Woo! Wrestled him down with his bare hand. Isn't that what Jesus did? I gotta go to the cross right quick. Isn't that what Jesus did for you and me, friend? Woo! Took us right out of the line. Mouth with his own hands. He reconciled us back to God. I say double barrel, amen. Our text, he's thirsty. He's got a wilderness thirst, a cave thirst, a warring thirst. Anybody come tonight thirsty? Jesus said, don't find it out here in the world. He's talking to followers, disciples. If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Come unto me and drink. And the spirit and the bride, last invitation in the Bible, the Holy Spirit and the bride of the church. Say, him that's thirsty, let him come drink. Isaiah said in the little Bible, in the Bible, said, ho, them that's thirsty, woo, come drink. Can I say today, hey, David's thirsty, but none will do but the home will. None will do but the home will. Y'all ain't got it yet. I said, none will do but the home will. Woo! Y'all with me? Really wanting to preach a little bit of that Ecclesiastes right here, but I better not. Look what he said. Brother, let me just say this. Let me say this. Over in Ecclesiastes, the city's got a great king come against it. It's besieging it like that. 
And he said, that king's besieging it, Brother Jeremy. And he said, but there's a little poor man that's wise. And through his wisdom, everybody got delivered. Boy, see, you're really stretching it now. Why? In the wisdom of God, when the devil came against you. <laughs> hey, woo! In the Bible, Jesus is even known as wisdom. It's one of his names, is wisdom. Oh, and he was made poor. Hey, you through his poverty. My, and no matter what you think, it's a type of everybody got delivered. Cause of, whoa, can I say today, hey, that down there at the well, there's deliverance, there's thirst quenching, there's satisfied. Not a do, but that one. The home whale. He's thirsty. <laughs> I like going to church. Had a lot of places. But I like coming to the home well. I said, I like coming to the home well. I like getting around home folks. I like coming. Woo! Y'all with me? Something about the home well. Jeremy. He's thirsty. And he says, I like to have a little drink of that water, which is down there out of the well of Bethlehem. Note the location <coughs> at the gate. Now, some would say that could be inside or out. Yeah, unless you read other places in the Bible and find out that that whale, I need everybody to listen right here. All eyes on the preacher. Everybody with me. No cartoons on your mind, listen. That whale has not one, not two, but three mouths that's connected to one. Somebody run, Lord. Hey, did y'all see that? You, <laughs> Father and Son and the Holy Ghost, and they all connected to one. Woo! And it lies about one mile <laughs> outside the gate. It's right there at it. That's where the first mouth is. And then a little closer, and then a little. Ain't you glad when the Holy Ghost put a little water on you, brought you to Jesus, who reconciled you to the Father, and all three wells are from the same sister. Are y'all with me today? Woo! I'm thirsty, but none will do but the home well. I like it where it's located. I like about how it's set up. I like the fact that he's probably talking about spiritual and not just a physical. We see that in the last verse I read. But notice what he said. This well, which is by the gate, he wants a little drink from that well. He said, preacher, wasn't any other than do? No, he didn't long for no other ones. Maybe, brother chairman, that well was opened up spiritually yes, <laughs> down in a little manger 
<laughs> See, over in Ecclesiastes on Sunday, if the Lord don't change it, people are going to say, what are you going to do? It's a little wise man. He come here little. <laughs> are y'all with me? It's getting so holy. I'm gonna take my shoes off. Are y'all, y'all? Great God in heaven. Woo! I'm glad he comes for the little. Are y'all with me? Great God in heaven. You ain't gotta be a certain status. Hey, hey, thanks be unto God. He let the shepherds know about it. Little in the eyes of the Jews. Hey, can I say, it might not mean much to the Philistines, but David's over there and he's got the thirst of the wilderness and the thirst of the work and the thirst of the warring and he's thirsty, but the home well is the only one that'll do. Everybody thirsty tonight. Notice David's thirst. There's none like it. It's kind of like David said. Kind of like David said over there, when he come by there to the house of God, he said, I need a sword. Yeah. He said, well, we got one. It's Goliath, and you killed him. You stuck a sword over here. He said, give me that. Yeah. There's none like it. I said, glory to God. Give me, give me this. And there's none like it. Hey, give me a drink of that water. Woo! There's none like it. Hey, I'm, I'm a little thirsty, but I'm looking for spiritual water tonight. Y'all ever notice out here, you can dibble a little bit, drink a little bit. You can even get you some Gatorade, but you're still going to be thirsty. And even people that hate water, you might ought to repent of that one. But anybody, even them that hate water, when you really get thirsty you come out of surgery you come out you come from a hard time you come up out of a corner you don't say give me a pepsi cola you say somebody give me some water hey the man in hell ain't saying give me some jim beam he ain't saying give me some liquor he's saying just the water to cool my tongue he's thirsty number two Notice David's thrust. None will do but that. It's important that we catch that. First part of 16, look what he says. And the three mighty men break through the host. See, David longed for that way. The thirst of David's words was a testimony to the satisfying nature of that very well. I wonder what your testimony is telling your youngins and your mighty man. Amen, preacher. Glory to God, preach on. I wonder what you're thirsting for. I wonder if they know the only thing that'll satisfy your thirst is that well. None other will do. My thrust is not any old well, but my thrust is for that well. You say, don't see that in the New Testament. Oh, yeah, you do. John 4, 4, whale sitting on the whale. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He said, if you knew the world I'm talking about, yeah. you would have never thirsted yeah. again. Amen. Amen. Notice with me, he said, 
I'm looking for that water. Now notice what these men did. The three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew out of the well of Bethlehem. Church, can I just tell you this? I'm glad there was three involved and seeing the water drawed out. I'm thinking he cried, there ain't but one well, that'll do. I'm thinking he cried, <laughs> and why not? Can I say this? That day at Calvary, just notice with me, notice with me. He said, they drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate. The only well where there is an abundant flow in three different mouths hooked to one cistern <laughs> that are sometime in some way unexplainably connected where you can't see them, but it's the same water provided and you can't really explain it. Separated by them. Are y'all getting this? Great God in heaven, I'm thinking about one day outside of the gate. Hey, how the Bible said Jesus died outside the gate, outside the camp. There was a fountain opened up. Out came blood and water, and it satisfies everybody's thirst. That'll come drink. It's the only one that'll satisfy your thirst. He is the living water. I say amen. Thank God there's one who can give us this drink. My Lord, he is the water of life. It flows freely, Brother Jeremy. Ain't nobody gonna put a stopper in it. He didn't say, oh, that I had a water out of that well, but it may be stopped up. Uh-uh. It had an unexplainable, ever abundant, almost bottomless supply. Well, that was only the picture. The true well, it'll quench your thirst, Jared. It'll quench your thirst. It'll quench your thirst. I thought about his love, brother. Love moved him from heaven to the womb. Love moved him through his whole life to live holy. Love moved him to the cross to lay down his life. Love moved him to give up rather than kill, to give up the ghost rather than kill everybody there. Love moved him to be buried, knocked the bottom out of the grave, delivered the captivity captives, having hung the metal of the keys on his vesture, and delivering, thank God, gifts unto men, busting open. <laughs> oh, yes, when he died, the graves were open. But they didn't come out of the grave until after the resurrection because he's the first fruits. And when he came out, here come Moses. He's come. David said, whoop! It says the thirst quenching water that I'm talking about. Mighty man, this is him. Hey, can I say today, love. Allowed him to raise from the dead. Love. Allowed him to send to heaven. Love. Allowed him to make intercession for you in spite of all we done today. Today. Love puts up with your hide. Love knows what you're going to do tomorrow and don't cut you off. Love is not diminished in the least bit. Y'all know what I'm saying. I dealt with a man. 
he's a little tough fella. And he said, preacher, I can't have another kid. I don't see how I can love. I don't have room to love. And I said, how'd that work out? After that baby's born, he said, I can't explain it. It's like my love didn't diminish for this one, but somehow my capacity for love increased. I said, that's the way his works. <laughs> God don't have stepchildren, grandchildren. He don't even have second born, third born. We all first born. Is everybody amen? I say glory to God. There's a thrust for one whale that'll quench your thirst. Are y'all with me today? Lastly, look at this. David's thirst, David's thrust, but look at his trust. The Bible said, now he's thirsty. He said, but I got something to show y'all. I want y'all to see this. Y'all's blood was on the line. There was bloodshed. Listen, do y'all think they just walked up into the Philistines? Said, excuse me, sir, can I have a little water? No, they went through the camp. They went in there where they was. They wasn't in the front yard. They was in the garrison. They was in yonder where they lived. I mean, there was bloodshed. Woo! Note who did it. Three mighty men. Good gracious of Mogis. There's the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Woo! Went and got from three different mouths. <laughs> I say hallelujah. Three mighty men has done broad delivering water. Can I say he poured it out. He trusted that they were going to get the picture that you and I would get the picture. Oh, what I'm looking for. It's not just a physical satisfying, but I don't deserve no credit. Oh, I'm just an earthly king. But this water is going to be poured out. Not to hey, but to that father. I Say hallelujah. David. Hallelujah. Could have drunk his refreshing water. They brought it to him. Notice what they did. He took that water. The Bible says they took it, they brought it to David. David couldn't go get it. But what he couldn't go fetch himself, three mighty men brought it to him. <laughs> Did y'all see that? <laughs> but he recognized he merited nothing that deserved it. And he poured it out and trusted God to receive his offering. And then that crowd would get to picture. Oh, yes. Can I say today on the authority of God's word, oh, give us this water. What you and I need is a drink of this water. Not just the physical water. I'm talking about, thank God, the three mighty men went and they brought it back. The three mighty men fought the enemy. The three mighty men brought it within reach. And the three mighty men gave it to David to quench his thirst. But he's looking for more. He's looking to Calvary. He's looking to what you and I have supped with. Can I say today, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins had sinners plunged beneath that flood who's all their filthy stains I'm glad that we got cleansed by 
and our thirst got quenched by the water. There's no water like this water. There's no help like this help. There's no hope like this hope. Now, we can say what we want, but I believe we do this. When David was worshiping, he is saying, Lord, I don't deserve no credit. These three mighty men, look what they've done. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost <laughs> has brought water to every sinner. And whoever in this building is thirsty, say, Preacher, I really ain't got it yet, though. I don't think I fully understand it. We make salvation way too hard. It's almost like we put Constantine Wild in here, put landmines, and say, you better make sure you do step one and then do step two. And make sure you do it like I do it or you ain't gonna get it. God's bigger than all that mess. I'm gonna tell you right now, you didn't say what I said and I didn't say what you said. <laughs> But we all drank from the same. <laughs> we all got a thirst quench and we all got washed in the same blood. Rick and I'm gonna tell you how it happens. Thanks be unto God. Hey, if you're thirsty, you know what he said? Come unto me and drink. No man can come except the Father drawing. That's one mouth. Who draws it? Holy Ghost, two mouths. Hey, God was in Christ, by the way, reconciling the world unto himself. He, the Holy Ghost, we know, came. So we know Jesus got back because he said, when I get back, I'm gonna send the Holy Ghost because I ain't gonna leave you comfortless and he'll reprove you of your sin. It's the Holy Ghost that shows you your sinner and shows you judgment's coming and shows you the fountain of righteousness. It's Jesus alone. It's the Holy Ghost that apprehends you. It's the Holy Ghost that locks you up. It's the Holy Ghost that brings you to Jesus. It's the Father that draws you. Can I say today, I'm glad all three mighty men made it possible for your thirst to be quenched. But notice what he said. Then him come to me and drink. Now, I read to you Sunday, they made somebody drink. I read, I read it right. It's in the book. But, put enough salt in the bread, you'll drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what, brother? I sure am glad. The Holy Ghost does a whole lot more on this thing of salvation than we do. I'm talking about we's dead. I'm talking about we's deaf. I'm talking about we's blind. I'm talking about we's sitting in the dark. And we'd have died in the dark, damned and on our way to hell, we're crippled, not able to save ourselves. But the Holy Ghost came by where we was to flip the light on. We got a good evidence of who we are and got a good picture of who he is and got an invitation to come get some. 
Hallelujah. We were so thirsty, had a God-sized empty place inside of us that we tried to fill up with everything that the world had, and yet we still came empty and kept filling up. The hole got bigger. But one blessed day, we found that all we needed was in Jesus. And it wasn't in a special 1400 step point and plan and had to quote three or four verses and step five different ways and do twister three ways backwards. But you know what we had to do? Drink. You know what we had to do? Drink. You know what we had to do? To drink is to repent and to acknowledge that you're thirsty. Some of you have to acknowledge. You say, preacher, I'm wrong. He, well, what is repentance? Telling God you're sorry for your low down way of living and tell God you can't fix it and ask God to forgive you and just drink. But say, preacher, I don't know how to say it. Don't worry, I didn't either. I didn't even know how to pray. I didn't know what to say. It don't matter what side you own. It don't matter if you're in the gravel or on the carpet, in the altar or in the kitchen. God can save you. Are you thirsty? I can't make you thirsty. I can let my speech be all the way with grace, season with salt, and do my best. I can give you this Bible. I can let my life be salty. I can let it have some savor to it. I can do that. But I'm gonna tell you right now, you got it physically. Are y'all with me? He ain't gonna waterboard you, friend. No, sir. He ain't gonna waterboard you. You don't have to worry about that. The devil's doing a good job of that. You just need to open your eyes and see it. You don't have, don't worry, the devil hates your guts. You don't have to worry about that. What God does, he does cause he loves you. He's sitting up there with the ax. Yeah, you go ahead and do it. Cut him off. I'm glad he ain't like that. Cause us, we might as well went to the house tonight. Are y'all with me? Are you thirsty tonight? It's Wednesday night, preacher. Everybody in here say, oh no, they ain't. They sure ain't. Cause he sure wouldn't have me go down this line. If everybody in here, come on, Jacob. Play on that in my every keys. What the Holy Ghost wants you to play to draw them sinners out of their seat. Now I'm gonna tell you everything works together. I believe you can hinder the invitation by getting up and popping your chewing gum, running Tonka trucks down the aisle. Are y'all with me? Going out and using a bathroom can't hold your water. I'm trying to get sinners water tonight and I'm asking you to hold your water. Hold your, hold your taters, praise God. Let the Holy Ghost deal with some souls. Are you willing tonight to do a self inventory? to see when I leave this building, am I the kind of man that God lives on the inside of, that my steps are right when I leave and nobody's around, cause I know the Holy Ghost is a watching and living on the inside of me. If you're not a new creature, you ain't been saved. That's rough, but it's true. Hey, are y'all with me today? Are you thirsty, young people? Preacher, I just don't know if God's did it with me. I mean, I know I'm lost. Here's a news flash. Straight from glory. If you know you're lost, it was God that showed you. That's why saved folks got trouble doubting their salvation. I didn't ever doubt when I was lost. <laughs> Good God, now I'm are y'all? Are y'all with? <laughs> I feel like Miss McCandy. Hallelujah. Are y'all with me today? I'm telling you, listen to me now. It's serious business. 
Are you thirsty? I don't know if I'm thirsty. Well, I can't help you. But if you're thirsty, you can just come drink. Can't come to Moses. Can't come to Mary. Can't come to this man. He said, come to me. Are you thirsty? I'm going to get you to sign your name. I'm interested in the Holy Ghost signing your name up yonder. Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? And then some of us are saved. If we'll be honest, we need to go back and drink another drink. This wilderness has caused us to be thirsty. And more than likely, sinners ain't going to move till saints move. Because it says in Psalms 1, sinners won't be able to stand in the congregation of the righteous. When every saint is real sensitive 